Canada's healthcare system is broken, but rather than trying to fix it, the Liberals are pushing a superficial debate based on semantics, fear-mongering, and a three decades old partisan attack. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. The Liberals have been running a shockingly bad campaign, almost two weeks in, and we have seen nothing but spectacular gaffe after spectacular gaffe. First, Trudeau flip-flopped on recognizing the Taliban as a legitimate government of Afghanistan, and then, to make matters so much worse, his pathetic minister for the status of women called the Taliban our brothers. Unbelievable. And as the country is reeling with sky-high inflation and unfathomable debt levels, Trudeau just sort of casually admits that he doesn't really think much about the government's money policy. Well, this week, the Trudeau government had the opportunity to get his campaign back on track, but instead, Trudeau's deputy prime minister and the country's finance minister, Christia Freeland, released a patently misleading video alleging that conservative leader Aaron O'Toole wants to privatize Canada's Medicare system. It was so misleading that the social media giant Twitter slapped a label on the video warning viewers that the content had been manipulated and was therefore false and misleading. I've mentioned it on the show before, but it bears repeating. This is peak liberal hypocrisy and, I'll have to say, top-notch irony. The liberals have spent years warning us about the dangers of fake news online and the need for the government to go in and crack down on it. They've introduced legislation pushing for more censorship of what you can see and what you can share online. They want more power and more control over the internet, and they want Canadians to believe them and to trust them, to say that they are more trustworthy with this power than the Silicon Valley tech censors. So it was all just too perfect that it was the Liberals themselves, it was Trudeau and Freeland, who were caught red-handed pushing fake news, pushing falsehoods and misinformation, and that they were punished for this during the campaign. That one will come back to haunt them, should they ever form government again and try to push their censorship agenda again. But rather than acknowledge that they went over their skis on this one, they've instead decided to double down and continue to push the storyline behind this disingenuous video. These guys have no sense of self-awareness and no sense of decency. So instead, this is what we see this week. And so it really, really matters. And it matters for the future. Um, we put out, I think we put this out already. If not, you guys are going to get the scoop on the rest of the country. <laughs> but we tweeted out some video of Aaron O'Toole during the conservative leadership campaign where he talks about privatizing Medicare. Can you believe that? No, Christia Freeland, O'Toole did not talk about privatizing Medicare. That's not what he said, and that's not his position. In the clip that Freeland shared, the one that got slapped with a manipulated media tag on Twitter, O'Toole talked about utilizing more private delivery options of healthcare within the public universal system. There is a difference, a huge difference. But rather than having a thoughtful and nuanced debate about healthcare, where we look at our system and we try to figure out how we can improve upon it, how we as Canadians can have the best delivery and the best healthcare possible, these liberal politicians are instead determined to take the conservative position out of context, to manipulate the truth, to spin it into partisan talking points, and to use those talking points to bludgeon conservatives over the head while fear-mongering Canadians. So right on cue, liberal leader Justin Trudeau dumbs down this message even more and releases this astonishingly stupid video. 
So after days of avoiding it, Aaron O'Toole confirmed he wants to bring private, for-profit health care to Canada. He said he supports choice in health care, which means letting the wealthiest pay to jump ahead in line. We believe in strengthening universal public health care for everyone. That's why we're investing in more doctors and nurses, shorter wait times, and better health care. Conservative cuts would take us backwards. Let's keep moving forward for everyone. Now, I want to spend some time on the podcast breaking this down, explaining how superficial and how bad it is. And I know it's obvious to anyone who watches it just how bad and superficial it is, but I think it's worth spending time to go through line by line because I think Canadians deserve better than this trite and partisan debate on healthcare. And almost everything that Justin Trudeau says in this video is either wrong, it's missing context, or it's just plain bizarre in terms of its messaging and strategy. And I will apologize in advance because I know, I know the audience and I know that this is a little more Trudeau than most Canadians can handle, but we're gonna do it anyway, so here we go. So first he starts off by saying this. So after days of avoiding it, what do you mean avoiding it? The very first five words out of Justin Trudeau's mouth are just not true. So let's just go to the timeline very quickly. Christia Freeland released her misleading video on Sunday, and by Monday, Twitter had slapped that warning label on it. Now, Trudeau recorded this little selfie video on Tuesday, so it wasn't days of O'Toole avoiding it. And besides, O'Toole didn't avoid it. He was asked quickly about his position by the media, and he answered it. He answered it in the same way he had in the past, and the same way as it appeared in the conservative platform. So no, no, O'Toole wasn't avoiding it, and no, it's not like he changed his position. Now next, Trudeau contends this. Aaron O'Toole confirmed he wants to bring private, for-profit health care to Canada. Now, first, I, I do find it a little amusing that Trudeau uses words like private and for-profit as if they're taboo. I have a newsflash to Trudeau. We live in a market economy here in Canada. Basically, everything that we buy, everything that we have, all of the services are based on private and for-profit service. That's how markets work. That's how you get everything from food to housing to clothing. Even schools have private options. So it's so weird just on the surface that we scaremonger around terms like private and for-profit. And I have another news flash for Justin Trudeau, and that is that the majority of healthcare services in Canada, in this country, are already private and for-profit. That's right. We already do private care. We already do for-profit care in Canada. That now makes up the majority of our healthcare system. I'm going to read from Sean Spears' recent piece in The Hub. It's really good. If you don't know about The Hub, you should go check it out. Uh, Sean Spears is very, very good at this sort of policy uh, breakdown. So this is what he has to say about healthcare. And again, he's talking about this controversy. So he says... O'Toole was quickly asked about it by journalists, and he reiterated his position, which remains that he wants to partner with private sector delivery companies to improve the universal public system. Canada's Medicare model of compulsory single-payer insurance is already a hybrid model. Single-payer insurance only covers medically necessary services that are narrowly defined as those provided by a physician or in a hospital. It doesn't extend to other parts of Canadians' health care, including prescription drugs, long-term care, or home services. For those non-insured services, we have a combination of public subsidies, employer-provided insurance, or out-of-pocket spending. What portion of overall health care is covered by single-payer insurance? Less than half. The parts of the health care system not subject to Medicare now represent 55% of all health care spending in Canada. 
So yeah, the weird notion that Canada has this pure 100% public system isn't true. It just doesn't. We don't have that. We have a hybrid model that is weirdly restrictive when it comes to mixing. So we can't have private money or private delivery in the narrowly defined public areas, and there's insufficient public support for everything else. Except, of course, that's not even the case because we're seeing increasing private alternatives, places like the Canby Clinic in Vancouver that offer private competition, as well as private clinics popping up all over Quebec because of a 2005 Supreme Court case called the Chewy case, which ruled in favor of private delivery. That's a topic for another day, but still it shows how misleading Trudeau is being or perhaps how ignorant he is of Canada's healthcare system and how he sort of goes back to these very basic, very banal uh, talking points when he's talking about healthcare platitudes, really not even talking points. Anyway, so first he evoked fear over generally uncontroversial words like private and pro-profit, and then he goes even worse and goes even deeper down this rabbit hole. Let's play the next part here. This is really something. He said he supports choice in healthcare, which means letting the wealthiest pay to jump ahead in line. So now we're trying to hear a liberal politician fearmonger over the word choice. Are we supposed to believe that choice is a bad thing, that, that, that we don't want to have choice in our healthcare? Again, Trudeau, free people like choice. In fact, when it comes to the liberals' own position on abortion, they lean heavily on the euphemism pro-choice. So why are they all of a sudden anti-choice when it comes to the broader healthcare issue and the broader healthcare system in Canada? I really don't understand this language here. And also this line about the wealthiest would pay to get ahead. Well, that's not even true because if you're talking about a private alternative, it's not the same queue. It's a separate queue. They're going into a totally different line, which makes the original line shorter. So think about it. Imagine just for instance that you're in Soviet Russia and you want to buy a loaf of bread. You have to wait two hours in line for that bread. Say there's a hundred people in front of you, but then someone comes along and says, hey, I have the same bread but I'm going to charge you twice as much for the bread. And so all of a sudden you have a separate option. Say 25 people decide to go and pay double to get their bread faster. And you, you, you decide that you don't want to leave, you don't want to pay more, you're going to stay in the original line. Well, when the 25 people leave, your line just got 25% shorter. So in this example, instead of waiting two hours, you would now wait an hour and a half. So the people who wanted to pay more for bread got their bread faster, they had to pay more. The people who didn't had to wait less. So, so it really is a win-win situation. And that's what we're talking about here. Even Canadians who don't want to have to pay out of pocket or don't want to have to pay more should still welcome the idea that other people who want to pay more can leave the public queues and make those shorter. It's worth noting this is already the case in Saskatchewan with their new program that allows providers to charge Canadians who want to get an MRI faster. But again, Trudeau is just simply not being honest. Next, he says this. We believe in strengthening universal public health care for everyone. That's why we're investing in more doctors and nurses, shorter wait times, and better health care. And now, again, sure, liberals may believe in strengthening public universal health care, but that's also Aaron O'Toole's position. I'll read you a little bit from the conservative platform because this is really the same thing that he's talking about. So first he says he wants to partner with private sector rather than over-rely on the government. We know there are some things best done by the private sector and it will be faster to reach out for help. 
He also says that Canada's Conservatives will meet with the Premiers within the first 100 days of forming a government to propose a new health agreement with the provinces and territories that boosts the annual growth rate of the Canada health transfer to at least 6%. This will inject nearly $60 billion into our healthcare system over the next 10 years. It's worth noting that that is the largest ticket item in the Conservative platform. So the biggest thing that they want to spend money on is increasing the amount of healthcare, public healthcare, that goes to the provinces and so what they're calling for is an increase over what the Liberals are calling for. So the Conservatives are actually calling for more money to go into the public health care system. Next, O'Toole says that he will create a pilot program to provide $150 million over three years in grants to nonprofits and charities delivering mental health and well-being programs. So again, back to what Sean Spear was talking about, O'Toole wants to broaden uh, what is considered public health care. So bring in more things that right now are privately delivered and allow more money to go from the public side. So in some ways, what O'Toole is calling for is broader, more comprehensive public health care than what Trudeau says. But again, Trudeau just isn't being honest, which is why it's even more absurd that Trudeau says this. Conservative cuts would take us backwards. Let's keep moving forward for everyone. So again, there are no cuts. O'Toole is talking about increasing public money in universal health care, as well as increasing private investment. So there's more money on two fronts, and yet somehow the liberals still call it cuts with a straight face. Only a liberal could circle that square. And this is the problem. Trudeau's video smacked of desperation. You can see how desperate he is in that video. He's panicking, and that's why he's resorting to these half-truths and this partisan spin. But it's also remarkably out of touch and dated. I couldn't help but thinking about how it's 2021, and Trudeau and the Liberals are resorting and relying on the exact same line of attack that they've been using for over 20 years. It's like a throwback to the 2000 election campaign. So back in that 2000 election campaign, Liberal leader Jean Chrétien released a misleading attack ad against Canadian Canadian Alliance leader Stockwell Day, alleging that Day would bring in private two-tier healthcare. Day was so desperate to refute that mischaracterization that he held up a sign during the debate insisting that it wasn't true. But really, Craig, why people are concerned about uh, the Canadian healthcare system and uh, the Canadian Alliance position, something very serious has happened here. I have said consistently, and our policy is very clear, and I'll say it again, and the whole country has seen our briefing notes, you may as well look at them too, no two-tier healthcare. Now, I've said that very clearly. So back 21 years ago, that seemed to work for the Liberals, and the Liberals formed a government after that election. But again, that was 21 years ago, and it's almost like the Liberals are stuck in a time warp. Canadians know that our healthcare system is failing. We know that there are ridiculous cues and intense rationing happening in our healthcare. We know that going into a hospital and seeing a doctor is a slow and painful experience, especially if you're living with chronic pain or chronic illness, or if you're going in for a routine procedure, or even if you're going in for a checkup, for instance, during pregnancy. I know women who literally don't know the doctor who delivered their baby because it was such a rush. The doctor was in and out so quickly, they don't even know who it was. And that's especially the case in the big cities. Can you imagine? That's not the kind of care that Canadians deserve. And we also know that COVID has stretched your healthcare system to its limits, and that even compared to other rich and developed countries, Canada routinely ranks at or near the bottom of those ranking lists. And Canadians know that we already pay out of pocket and that there already is private and for-profit healthcare here in Canada. 
We see private clinics all over cities like Montreal and Vancouver, and we know, for instance, that you can now get that MRI in Saskatchewan by paying. We also know that we pay out of pocket for most of our healthcare services, including dental, physio, optometry, long-term care, and prescription drugs. Those are all already private. So seeing Trudeau dumb down the message and making these absurd statements and pushing this partisan spin, well, it just doesn't come across very well. It comes across as desperate, condescending, misleading, and just plain wrong. The liberals are stuck in the past, as especially the case when it comes to healthcare. And it's becoming more and more obvious that we just really need a change here in Canada. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.